I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Airbuds Podcast. It is happening right now. My name is Jamel Johnson. I'm Mike Banner. I'm Peter Moses. How's it going, guys? Hey, going, going swell. Happy fucking basketball. Yeah, basketball's back. The trade deadline is my Super Bowl. After watching the Super Bowl, I've decided that the trade deadline is my Super Bowl. The trade deadline is your Super Bowl. Yeah. Trade deadline I just want the trade deadline for the commercials. That's what. That's I'm it. Thinking. You're yeah. just doing it for the yeah. for the sexy Carl Jr. commercials. Yeah. Uh, that voice you're hearing, that fourth mystery voice, is uh, we have a guest today. Uh, his name is Sam Wiles, hey. basketball writer, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of those things. Mostly comedian. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I'd make some uh, cartoon shit for Bleacher Report if you see those cartoons in the oh. Instagram stream. Some of those are me. Nice. I know. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. And uh, yeah, yeah. And formerly, yeah, formerly tried to... Uh, write about basketball but was like oh i'm immediately too bad at this like i (laughs) I should quit and go to an open mic and uh yeah that's my basketball history so that's you would you would put doing like comedy above how difficult it is to write or like 
for basketball or was it it was i was like too stupid to like you know how like if you're like a journalist you need to like call people and get leads and like, like zach Lowe was like you, a crime reporter right, and then switched to basketball right like his natural inclination is to like press people for things and like i don't i feel bad like <laughs> i feel bad like changing an order at a restaurant so, so more so more like withholding it all and just like whatever you want keep your secrets to yourself like, <laughs> more about your nature than it is yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah, like yeah, got yeah, it got, got a reporter's it. gumption i'm like upset like i love like that kind of like journalism movies and stuff all really suck me in I'll like read about it but then I'll just be like oh man I you know what's more important than that is being polite <laughs> I think that's better Major Woodward and Bernstein said their yeah. peas and thank you yeah that's I think that's why those guys are so fascinating it's because like in the moment the whole time I'd just be like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm yelling at you about Nixon so anyway. yeah seems like being a sweetie would play in Minnesota though oh know? yeah probably yeah I guess I, I am abrasive for Minnesota the foreigner won't stop cursing <laughs> <laughs> he keeps saying Saturday night uh. <laughs> anyway alright so Roford Wolves uh, trade deadline who won I mean we really who haven't won the trade deadline yeah who gets the A's who gets the A's who gets the B's I love oh, grades all right, yesterday was the NBA trade deadline. It was Cavs uh, Day. It was, it was Cavs Day. We really haven't done a lot of pods recently, so I feel like I've gotten kind of off easy avoiding talking about what a dumpster fire the Cavs have been. Yeah, you're, really, you're a Cleveland yes, guy? Yes, yes. It's a cool hat, so Thank it you. could be a... It is a, it is a Cle- <laughs> it could just be a cool hat. It is a Cleveland <laughs> Indians a... Block C yeah, yeah. Um, that I do tell people when they ask if it's a Chance the Rapper hat. I go, yeah, of course. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, clearly... Makes no difference to yeah, you yeah, and to me. Sure, so it's my yeah. Cleveland slash. Is does that mom think this is a chance the rapper had? Uh, yeah, they chance been... the rapper infiltrated moms. Is that is soon? She... Not do not moms know yet. about yeah. soon? Yeah, soon. <laughs> I guess he was on SNL, right? Yeah, that's a couple his, times. That's yeah. the mom. Yeah, he hosted yeah. SNL. He hosted yeah, and he performed true. another time. So, that's how you know. Yeah, some moms they probably posted. Only moms you know clubs. about the internet. Yeah. yeah, moms who are like aware of Twitter. No chance the rapper, but woke mom Twitter. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I'm on Woke Mom Twitter. Yeah, you is. Yeah. I'm all over it. Yeah. Uh, no, Cavs have been straight terrible. Straight terrible. Oh, for, a mu- for a Cleveland month and a half. Minnesota game, and it was a disaster. I mean, it, I mean, it's amazing they won because the Wolves are like a cohesive team to some degree. Wolves and are good. Then, and then that whole game, like Isaiah is like, was so cartoon bad. Like it seemed like when you play like pickup with, like, with your family and you're like, well, one team has like an eight-year-old on it. And then you, <laughs> that's like what Isaiah looked like. Like truly like so overmatched. He's got that like short guy fat thing where like if a five, eight guy gains five pounds, he looks huge. Like there's nowhere for it to hide. So he like looks like a chubby baby. Yeah. Like, it was Yellow M&M. Com- yeah. Completely ineffectual. I really think his only course of action in hindsight is to just sue the Boston Celtics medical staff for mm-hmm. misdiagnosing and his, and ruining his career. They cost him. They cost him like a hundred million contract. dollars. Yeah. yeah. Well, did they? So did he have a hip injury, and they thought it was something else? So they or? misdiagnosed the type of hip injury that it was, because okay. that's they thought it was a quad injury for a while, okay. but it it's like a super intense, like like degenerative hip injury mm-hmm. that gets misdiagnosed okay. often. So he kind of is gr- literally grinding through on his hip, um, and now he can't run or shoot. Like he gets no, like his he can't leave the ground. His shot is so flat. Yeah, it, and. And LeBron was just petty about it, and uh, it was, and, and he was just shitting on everyone. 
It's hard to like be angry at someone who's like had an amazing thing happen last year and super mm-hmm. super tragedy, but God, he was just such a little turd. <laughs> Like an actual little tiny turd. <laughs> I mean, he's only been back for like 15 days or something. You think next year he'll be back to himself? Mm, I don't know. Even if he's back to himself, his best case scenario is a 5'9 dude in the NBA who is unplayable in the playoffs because he, at his full strength, is a defensive yeah. liability. And the reason that everyone's like, oh, Ty Lue sucks and the Cavs suck. It's like, well, when you have Kevin Love and Isaiah Thomas out there at the same time, you, no matter how good your coaching scheming is, you're going to give up 174 points a game. Like, well, there's so just Ty Lue suck? Like a little bit? Who knows? Yeah, probably. I don't think he's like had well, a normal – he's never had yeah. a normal team situation to yeah. like figure it out. Like if you put him on, I don't know, just a completely average team, if you gave him – the Detroit Pistons, you know, then you would maybe get to see what kind of coach he is. But he's been coaching in the weirdest fucking situation for the past sure. three years. His best player made like basically fired the other coach and was like, "You coach us now." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Okay." And then it's just been a soap opera ever since. So yeah. I don't know if we will ever know if Ty Lue is a good coach or not. People seem to re- people who know seem to refer to out of bounds plays as like the mark of a good coach. <laughs> I don't know if that's just because it's like that's the only stone. thing you can see <laughs> yeah. that like the coach did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does have dope out of bounds plays. Yeah. And I don't think it was my beef with him this year was playing too many guys. Like you can't play fucking ten guys. So the fact that they traded away like six and got back four or five is probably yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. Just a review for anyone that I mean, if you're listening to this, you probably already know about this trade. But uh, the yes. person who does not like basketball but is a huge Jamel Johnson fan. You Please. know, we Not actually, either. I've gotten, <clears throat> we've gotten some people contacting us saying, we don't care about basketball, but your, but your podcast is oh, funny. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, I don't know if that's, that's a compliment or not. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're just like listen. You're like too into podcasts. You you must work yeah. like a night shift where you're like I have 12 hours to fill. exactly. Yeah, I'm getting into stuff I don't like. But even then, you could fill a thousand. <laughs> li- yeah, actively I things that, I yeah. don't yeah. care about. Yeah. Yeah. You're I do the that receptionist all the time. at a morgue, and you just need I've something. Been, I watched every episode of Hunter, and <laughs> by the end, I wasn't into that shit at all. Like, <laughs> like season three of Hunter is really good. Season five is a trash bag and a half. <laughs> You got so me into Hunter, and I, I gave up after about two and a half seasons. Because like, you know what? I get it. Yeah. I get it. The point I'm is done. made. But you saw it through to the end. I saw it through to the end, yeah. and I regret so many hours of it. You're gonna, whatever, you just described marriage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. This is what I do instead of cutting myself. I watch <laughs> yeah. subpar primetime dramas from the past. Yeah. Uh, okay, but yeah, the, the Cavs traded Isaiah Thomas, Shannon Fry, and a second or no, their first round pick. Their next, first this year, round pick this year uh, to the Lakers for Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance, Larry Nance Jr. Jr. Bring the Nance back to the Cleve. Uh, <laughs> that's that's too many words to be a catchphrase, but I like the way it felt. <laughs> Hashtag bringing the Nance back to, to the, the Cleve. Cleve. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Crowder, Derek Rose, now on the Jazz. Uh, Shumpert and Joe Johnson are on the Kings. With his sordid past, is Derrick Rose even allowed into Utah? Uh, they waved him. So. They did? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the answer is no. All right. Like, absolutely not. Got he it. got yeah. waved by Mitt Romney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but rumor is that Minnesota is going to sign him to a deal. Awesome. Uh, which Thank is God. crazy. Derrick Rose, I, I feel like he just won't be in the league Tip next it year, right? Tip- Ty, uh, Tyus Jones is better than him. Yeah. Wait, why? Way better. Thibodeau is like uh, Aaron Sorkin. Go on. 
We have not talked about this prior to the show. <laughs> so we're uh, so uh, you guys all seen uh, West Wing? No, the West Wing. So West Wing was great when you had John Wells and Tommy Schlamy and Aaron Sorkin running it for the first four seasons. I'm sorry, you... Tommy Schlamy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah famous, famous, famous television director slash porn star Tommy Schlamy. <laughs> Uh, Wait, is his real name is Tommy Shlami? Yeah, Tommy Shlami. Okay, just wanted to make sure. For sure. Yeah. Google it, guys. Shout outs to Tommy Shlami, my friend Eric, who used to work for him. Uh, but they kind of were able to con- rein in Aaron Sorkin's craziness for network television. Mm-hmm. It was like they're, you know, they kind of could have the reins on him. And then they knew when to take the crack pipe away. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or take the crack pipe away from one of his three mistresses who was on the staff. <laughs> but then he was like, fuck you guys, I quit. And he went and did like the newsroom where like no one was in charge yeah. of him, and you're just like, oh, he is running this television show into yeah. the ground. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like Thibodeau needs like a Tommy Schlamy or a John Wells to be like, hey, don't play your guys forty nine minutes a game, and also like don't sign all of your former players for no yeah, fucking well, reason. Why does he, have that, he has that like Doc syndrome of just like these guys who were good then are good now and I'm completely ignoring the seven years of time that have elapsed. I don't yeah. understand. Do you guys follow, I think it's called like Locker Room Report or something on Instagram? Or no, Ball Don't Stop. That's the one I'm thinking of. Nah, man. Ball Don't Stop is ruining my life. Ball man. Don't Stop <laughs> is garbage. They, they like... It's the same thing, though. They're like, they posted something yesterday that was like, Derrick Rose is still one of the most athletic point guards in the league. Like, the guy averaged 18 points last year. And I was like, the guy sucks. And sucks. he's yeah, yeah. literally disappeared from two teams two years in a row yeah. without any kind of explanation of where it went. Like, Not even on the court. Like, actually yeah, disappeared. Yeah, literally yeah. went MIA for periods of time. <laughs> and, like, it just can't be good for a locker room. No. And I don't know. No, I think you're right. I think Derrick Rose still gets to the hoop. So you're like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. nice. But he's not bringing anything else to the table in any other aspect. No, he's of the a net minus. He's like a black yeah. hole. Yeah. yeah. He seems a little dumb. So the Cavs are good for getting rid of him. Uh, right? Yes. Oh, my God. Addition we, okay. by subtraction. So, yeah, so the rest Let's of talk that about trade all these is, trades. is Crowder and it's basically Crowder and D Rose and Shumpert, and they're getting back George and Hill. And oh, yeah. they're getting back George Hill and Rodney Hood. Yeah. Rodney Hood, I am. Rodney Hood is my favorite part of the trade. It's not even close. Uh, You're all. Are you still a Jazz fan? We oh, we, yeah. we we talked oh, yeah. about your your many several uh, yeah. polygamous. That was no pun intended. <laughs> was relationships. Our, uh, good pregame. We didn't get recorded. That's yeah. right. It was our layup line. Um, yeah. No, I still pay attention to the Jazz. I never. La- I never was a big Rodney Hood guy though, because he doesn't like fit what they do in a weird way. Like he doesn't. Uh, like Jay Crowder makes more sense for the Jazz for me, where it's just like so all five positions can lock down their guy. And, I see that, and keep like no matter what you're like you now can't score one on one on all five of those dudes unless you you know are the Warriors or whatever or have like a really good stretch four that like pulls favors away from the basket or something. But like for the most part, all those dudes can lock down. And Rodney Hood is like inconsistent and like an oddly not good defender for being a good athlete and kind of long and. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of fine seeing Rodney Hood go. <laughs> so I like Jay Crowder better for them. I think Jay Crowder does did well with a good coach, and that's why I don't, you know Ty Lue's like just Managing rolling the ball people. out or whatever. Yeah. And like no, the Cavs no, practice jerseys and stuff. Hundred percent so, true. Cavs do not have Jay Crowder needs like a dad who's like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, ball and man or whatever instead of Ty Lue just being like I like when you guys have fun. Like 
That feels like Tyler's whole attitude. Everything you said about why Rodney Hood, though, is not good in Utah seems exactly why he could thrive in right, Cleveland right, next right, to LeBron. Right. I, I love the trade. I think the, the Cavs' clear winner, because they did the thing they had to do that no team does. You know what I mean? Like, they did, like, the... Yeah, they, they uh, the got... only salvageable move was do something crazy, and they did something crazy. And even if it doesn't work, as like a member of their fan base, I, like, even if it didn't work, they tried. Yeah. So like, I would rather see this team lose in the second round in Toronto than I would anything that would have happened with this other iteration of that mm-hmm. team. It was just too insufferable to watch. And they kept the fucking Brooklyn pick. Yeah, which I think that's the most impressive like, oh, thing in the like, entire... If I hear fucking Bill Simmons talk about how the Brooklyn pick is not going to be good one more time, like, they are... <laughs> like, it, like, it could be the number one pick. It could still be the number one pick. Absolutely. If I they, hear Simmons talk one more if time... If I hear Bill Simmons... I mean, they... What, what's me their record? They're probably punishment. like... They got probably, what, like 18 wins? Or eight, down there's there at the there's bottom. eight teams that all have between, like, 17 and 20 wins. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, and they're one of them. Like, it'd probably be a top five pick. Could Odds be a top are. five pick in one yeah. of the best so drafts. Your starting lineup next year is like uh, Hill, Hood. So no, so LeBron leaves. It's then it's your starting lineup is still Hill, Hood. That lottery pick, say it's like Michael Porter Jr. and then Kevin Love, Kevin Lar- Love and Tristan Thompson. That's like kind of fun. Or Larry Nance Jr. Yeah. Larry Nance Jr. is also yeah. dope. That's not zero. That's a way more watchable than like the current Clippers team. It's a maybe we're making the playoffs. Yeah, that's a that's a fun seven eight seed. Fine, fine. I'm good. This is fine. I'm all good now. So I'm glad we're back. Just wanted to say I'm fine. So you guys, <laughs> you think you're much better now, and you're you're younger. You're not necessarily better offensively. I did. I, I did put two hundred dollars on the Raptors to make these or to make the finals during this in the last month. The Raptors. Yeah. Wow, that's ridiculous. Twenty to one odds. Two hundred dollars on the yeah, Raptors money is uh, something I don't know about. Like I can't yeah. imagine. That was it? I think yeah. I, I I love the I love watching the Raptors. It was more just like hedging my bet emotionally mm. than it was. Like <laughs> he had to do something. Like I had to do something just to, to relieve like, the pressure. Literally, can't imagine having two hundred dollars, <laughs> putting it on the Raptor. I I cashed out some some stocks and I was like, "Let's make some bad that's bets." Your, that's your remaining Bitcoin. <laughs> that's it. That was my it was my it was my remaining Bitcoin. And which in hindsight, if I would have kept it in, yeah. would have lost more than two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Kind of felt like I was playing with house money. Yeah, I put go. some German bearer bonds on the Wizards. On <laughs> who? Yeah. On the Wizards to make the second round and lose in four. Wait, we can talk about this. I know this is a not trade specific, but your team is a lot better when John Wall doesn't play. <laughs> I farted that. I farted that wholeheartedly. I think that they're playing in a way right now where they're like, I think you see it a lot with teams when someone gets traded or someone gets injured. They kind of have a quick burst of wins and yeah. excellence. And then it, it, comes, it comes down to earth a little bit. Tell that to Otto Porter's 30 point night last night, dog. Otto Porter is He's been getting so unreliable. John Wall. He, yeah. He wasn't hitting shit early in the year. We're not going to talk about that. Right. Uh, we beat Boston <laughs> with John Wall. We lost to Boston without John Wall at home. That's like, you know, one plus one. What do you fucking want me to say? Last night was a tough game for you. How can a five-game win streak cause a fucking a mass hysteria? Why would anybody think the team is better without John Wall because of five games? Why do you think that, Peter? <laughs> Why? Why, Peter? Why would you say that? Why would you say that to me in front of friends? Why are you trying to hurt Jamel? Come on, dude. It makes I, no sense. I guess I was just scoreboard watching. You're right, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I accept your apology. 
Okay, but like, <laughs> ill, you know. All right, maybe they're better. Maybe they're better for it. I have always said Sadoransky is a viable backup. He no, could start for a team. No, that's crazy. What are you saying? <laughs> Sadoransky's so bad. Now he's bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's still young. He's but he's like he's he's nothing right now. He's, he's nothing. Like, what? Yeah. So do you think you're going to see? Fi- bo- he's averaging fifteen as a starter. Do you think you're going to see Boston in the second round? Think you guys will be the four seed? Uh, yeah, I think we'll hold because we don't. I mean, knock on table, but we don't really go on losing streaks. We're the only team that hasn't lost three games in a row. That's crazy. And we got Chicago coming up. We just lost two. So it's like, we'll be fine. I assume we play 500 ball without John. So those five wins, I was like, hey, we got this in the bank. Yeah, that is true about this whole, like, last month and a half with the Cavs. They were, like, 12 games over 500 to start, and now it still feels like nothing, like, really changed. Like, I know they're closer to the eight seed than the one seed, but it's still, like... There's seven, eight games over 500. Like, who fucking cares? Yeah, yeah, you're cruising. It's cruise control. But Boston, I think, is the best team. Like, Boston can beat Cleveland. They can beat Toronto. We can beat Toronto. We'll beat Toronto without John Wall. We've only beaten Toronto without John Wall. We beat them without John Wall in Toronto earlier this year. I like Toronto, man. They move the ball so well. You're just saying that because you put money on them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I put money on them because I felt that way. You have to justify your terrible investment. It's not a terrible yeah. investment. I feel like if you would, before you put $200 on them, you would have never said the phrase, I love to watch the Toronto Raptors. I did it because I was like, why am I watching the Toronto Raptors so much this year? And then you were like, I know how to make this interesting. And you put $200 on Correct. them. Correct. Yeah. Because they're not fun to watch. <laughs> I have fun watching them. You don't like watching them? I love DeRozan. I love Lowry. Abaka's like, been playing... Amazing. He's, yeah, he's been he's been on a tear. Uh, like, yeah, dude, they're fun. They, I feel like they, when I watch them, it's because I have to watch them. They move like, the ball maybe there's like so no other well. game on, so I watch them. Maybe they're just the antithesis of the Cavs, who just like pound the ball and shout at each other mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. So maybe like I'm just like but seeing teams like each other. It's the same thing as Boston. And Al Horford is better than Valanciunas. Al Horford is the X factor. He's too good. Also, like. If Marcus Smart is doing meaningful things for your team, I'm and I have LeBron, I'm never really gonna be afraid of you. Like that's like I, I get, like I know he's like a game changer, but like I've also seen him too many times in playoff series think that he can shoot three pointers consistently. So that's the same way I feel about Jalen Brown. But Jalen Brown was on last night when we lost to Boston. He was hitting like step backs, you know, yeah, he was buzzer beater shit. He's good. Yeah, and I was like, damn. Isn't he, it weird that Al Horford and Joe Kim Noah are the same age? Crazy. Uh, Isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah, yeah they really? Just, yeah, they were at Florida together. Yeah, they were together. Florida together. Most they won yeah. those Florida times. Most space, too. Yeah, that front court that. was insane. Really good. You're like, oh, yeah, that is why they won. They <laughs> 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 were, like, fantastic. Oh, these are all but, these are all men who are, like, 6'8", and, like, yeah. destined for, for fucking greatness. How did Noah end up in Westchester, then? You know what I'm saying? Fuck. Uh, probably that French DNA, I suppose. Yeah, rich, rich kid. Yeah, his dad was just banging, oh, banging yeah. different like Vogue models. Yeah, he's all been the eating time. crepes since he was like six. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I feel like he knew about like good food at a time like Al Horford did not know about good food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like most fans, it was just like eating tricks yogurt, and then <laughs> <laughs> Joe Kumar got to like have omelets, and like that's how it like yeah. put on the right path. <laughs> I just want to have beef with the French embassy. I just want this. <laughs> I just want this podcast to get a, a threatening email. From French authorities. Who's the fucking old guy on the Lakers right now? He was on that Florida team too, right? Uh, Corey Brewer. Yeah. Wasn't Corey Brewer on that team? Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, their point guard gets got no had no NBA career. 
I can't remember the last. Anyway, that's not uh, good. Neither here. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> let's all think silently for a minute about <laughs> old players. And we'll be right uh, back. Yeah. Sometimes these holes they don't go as long as they should. That's all you know. Yeah. You go down the hole, you don't always you find end up that. With Nick yeah. Calathus. Ooh. Oh, oh that like you. hurt my my abdomen. <laughs> it felt bad to say. <laughs> it tasted bad. If you guys have either of you ever rooted for a father and a son, this is now something that I'm dealing with because. I my favorite player growing up when I was a kid was Larry Nance Jr. was Larry Nance, uh-huh. and now I'm officially rooting for Larry Nance Jr. And I feel like I'm, my life is the song "Cat's Cradle." You know, it's just like <laughs> passing. I'm like, like, what's happening to my innocence and you, youth? You got to hit them both up, man. Let them know. My how only you feel. Weird family I love is the Longs: Chris Long, Kyle Long, Howie Long. Oh yeah, yeah. But I like oh, not yeah. old enough to have watched Howie Long. I know my dad always liked Howie Long, and then. I'm a, I love Chris Long, like a from the Ram- Ram- from the Rams. He was when he was like the number two pick in what was it, '06 or whatever. I was just like, oh, is I, he on the Eagles now, or did his brother yeah. win no, the? He, he, he won the. He won. He, he, won, he won with the. He won back to back Super Bowls last two years. Chris Long rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doing it. Crazy. Like the best locker room dude. Like good politics, genuinely funny. Like uh, he's the best. Yeah, I saw and him people, serving somebody on Twitter well, right after the Super well, Bowl. A bunch of like. Uh, like MAGA idiots were like, "Hey, the, and the Eagles didn't kneel all season." It was like, didn't Chris they weren't Long? putting all their every like Malcolm Jenkins wasn't like putting a fist up like in support of Trump, like it wasn't. Yeah. And then Chris Long like put his arm around his like is like kneeling teammates and was yeah. like, "Yeah, this this is what we were doing. You, we're not going to the White House. Yeah. Fuck you." Like, and didn't Chris uh, Long donate his like entire salary mm-hmm. for the year to like the United Negro College Fund or yeah, something yeah. like that? He yeah, gave yeah. it to the Harlem Boys Choir. <laughs> <laughs> Just for, uh, you know, new yeah. ropes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about that football. Is, that is very funny. Uh, who, like, I don't know all the trades. I know the Wizards got rid of my guy Sheldon Mack, though. That kind of hurt. I think they just waved him. Uh, the Cavs also traded uh, Dwayne Wade back to the Miami Heat for a highly protected second round pick. <laughs> I've never heard of a highly protected second <laughs> I love second that term. Pick. I think it's like, it's like, it has to be like 58 and above or something. It's crazy. It's, they, I think they literally just did it because like Dwayne Wade's like, I'm not having fun. I want to go home. I think LeBron and, knew too, bringing in this youth movement. Le- like Wade, Wade was on the Channing Fry podcast this year a couple times. And he's like awkward and kind of corny yeah, in like a way that didn't. Yeah, yeah. That always she wanted did, to wait, let him go because of his pod wait, presence. Wait, yeah. Wait gets like a weird cool pass. I'm like, I don't think Wade's cool. Yeah, <laughs> like you're tight with LeBron, and like uh, I don't know if LeBron's cool, but LeBron's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Gabriel Union is the the funny one in the relationship. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, Dwayne Wade is not. He's the corny dad that like the cool mom like kind of pokes fun at. Mm-hmm. Damon Wayne's in uh, Lethal Weapon, the TV show. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick of team. I'm sick of dudes just like like going back to old teams like immediately. Yeah, Vince Carter is reportedly he might be bought out by the Kings, and then the Raptors are going to resign him. Oh, I like that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm so pumped about that. That, I don't know. It's like Wade with the Heat though is just like it's a living situation. Things like I don't know, just retire. Yeah, (laughs) like why why do you have to go? Play bad basketball for the Heat again when they're like not contending. It doesn't matter. Like I'm just retired. Uh, Who cares? Well, he basically they're a playoff team, right? Basically made the decision of seed? if I'm going to sit on the bench for a team, I might as well fucking sure. do it in Miami. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this: Has it has it ever worked out? Has a veteran ever returned to a former team, not with the intention to do like a ten day or one day and just retire, like to actually come back and play? Has it ever actually worked? Can you guys remember a time when it's like, of, oh, this is great? I can think of one example. 
LeBron James. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I mean, is that not what you asked for, right? Serious. <laughs> like that felt like you walked uh, right into that. I man. did walk into that. He was he was a goddamn baby. Yeah, I guess that counts. And so is that why everybody just gets to go back to their old teams now? I just feel like this wasn't allowed pre LeBron. And I tell you what it doesn't feel like. It doesn't feel like Kevin Durant is gonna go back to Oklahoma City. It feels like Durant would go to like the DC. expansion Sonics. Yeah. Oh, or the expansion Sonics. Yeah, I, I think that's one and two. Oh for sure. Yeah, can we just move the Pelicans already? Mm-hmm. Like, good lord. Nah, I think they got to sell out of jerseys first. I think they still have a warehouse <laughs> of like Trevor Ariza jerseys well, that they got to work on. Mentally ill owner just keeps like hitting refresh and like ordering more merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. Someone get him away from the. Uh, stop buying keychains, <laughs> guys. Speaking of the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, did you? Uh, do you guys know? They have a so during Mardi Gras time every year, they apparently unleash this hideous looking mascot called the uh, King Cake Baby. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah, and it it looks like the that uh Happy Death Day. Yeah. Place. Oh, it's, really? But yeah, yeah, but yeah. also like 8 feet tall like and dystopian like, baby. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a Blumhouse King Cake Baby movie. And yeah. I'm excited about it. It's well, horrifying. And it's like so just during like this time of year up until Mardi Gras, was like mm-hmm. they have their fucking already horrifying pelican, and then they have a horrifying giant baby with a crown. Like, like there's videos on Twitter. The the king baby cake or king cake baby has his own Twitter account, and all all it is is just videos of him like jumping out around the corner to like talk to fans, yeah. and fans literally being like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> <laughs> I like this team, and now I hate this team. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's. He's I gonna mean, jump out and scare Dante Cunningham and get shot. <laughs> like, it's gonna be really, it's gonna be bad. Yeah. As long as Zatarans doesn't have anything to do with it, I'm fine. Oh man, I'm still down. Go Pels. Wait, did Cunningham get traded in that? Uh, yeah. In that Rashad Vaughn. Oh, that wasn't even twice. the the Miritich trade. No. Pelicans are sad. It's yeah, sad. Boogie. The boogie, that boogie thing was sad. Yeah, rest in power, man. Yeah, dude. Hope you get back soon. Although I feel like if anyone's game is capable of returning yeah. to ninety percent form, maybe it was just deceptive. I was just excited that someone was going to try a twin towers thing again. That's like an underratedly fun thing when they're just like we're just roll up two big dudes and see what happens. Like, <laughs> yeah, when the, like the like Tyson Chandler. Eddie Curry was like the last time someone oh, tried that. Oof. Oh, bless I guess, their hearts. Oh, I mean, literally. And, and, and San Antonio was still rolling with it. Did that, that not work out? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, you know, I have uh, some judges. terrible news for you. <laughs> I don't think it worked out. Yeah. R.I.P. Eddie Curry. Or yeah, the yeah. other. Ironically, his biggest weakness was his last name. That's <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> so made him so fucking fat. <laughs> his last name was Shows His Dick to His Limo Driver. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, ah. Oh shit. Oh man. Uh, but no, the Spurs, David Robinson and Tim Duncan were still going beyond that, right? Yeah. Mike's checking the door right now. This is yeah. a package. You want to be on the pod? Mike just got a package from UPS. No, that's the you guys keep this in, right? Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. No, it's all... Solid. Yeah. You know what you said of this podcast and then uh I realize who cares. Who cares, baby? But we're back. Guys, is there any other trade stuff we want to cover? Alfred Payton went to the Suns. For one second round pick. Seems like a bargain for a guy who's only 23, has a lot of skills, has a good size for point guard. 
Agreed. Uh, position. I, 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 don't... I guess he's a team, like a, he's a negative on the floor, but on my fantasy team, he seems like he goes off every once in a while. And it seems yeah. fun like when the Suns are just like, we're going to acquire a lot of point guards. I hope you guys are on board. And we're going to do that every <laughs> season. Yeah. When our roster going to be mostly point guards. <laughs> it is like a convention of just six point guards. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah. It feels like a 2K experience. And Alex Len. Yeah. The actual was... house of guards. Yeah. yeah. DC, they got it wrong. Fuck, a, fuck a twin tower. They're going to be a, a, a group of cottages. <laughs> ranch styles, the ranch Monopoly ranch. houses, uh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. The Clippers not doing anything was weird. Yeah, I, apparently there's a, a bunch of weird. deals almost on the table for DeAndre that just never came through. Um, I guess, I'm guessing the Lou Williams signing an extension two days before may have like fucked up their trades. I don't know. I mean, I trust Jerry Jerry West. Why? Why resign Lou Will? I've never found a good. I've just heard it's a good contract, but I don't know what, what like team building wise. Why does that make sense? Uh, he's a, he gets you buckets. He's a good guy off the bench. I mean, he he's probably does win. have three good years left on him. Uh, it comes and they got him at a good card. deal. They yeah. got him for twenty four million dollars <laughs> yeah. for three years. Yeah. Yeah. He can shoot and like you can trade that later. Just because the timeline is so weird, where yeah. you're like, I want to get good young guys, and then Lou Will's a million. You can trade yeah. it later. Okay, it's eight million a year. Sure, the team has an option on the third price. year too. Um, and if you're tanking or he's proven that if you're tanking or like have a good contending team, you can come off the bench or start like, I mean, I guess he comes off the bench always, but he sure feels like, so yeah, to, like lock down an asset rather than yeah. trade him at the deadline for something less. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I think they made the big splash with Blake. Like yeah. why rush it? DeAndre, I was surprised that they did not. But get like why keep yeah. every Bradley? It doesn't make any sense. You could have traded him for something. Yeah. That was weird. Cause he's gone. Yeah. That's just the thing. What a weird, what a weird thing to keep. I don't know. Was it basically just be, was it basically just because for like the Blake money made sense? Was that why he was in that? I and they wanted to get off of him? Yeah, yeah. Or like see what he could do. I, or then they'll resign him. But then they are then the Lou Will extension is like weirder then because they're both like small two guards. I don't know. Every move that doesn't make sense is cap room related, right? Yeah, just like somewhere yeah. two Asset years from now. Yeah, they'll. They'll get a couple bitcoins. They also seem like they're doing what the Cavs are doing a little bit, where just without a chance to possibly make the finals, where it's like we can kind of compete still and start to move our pieces at the same time. Like we don't have to like completely Orlando Magic it here or Phoenix it. One non move that was uh, surprising. Another non move: uh, Memphis keeping Tyreek Evans. Mm -hmm. Right? Wasn't everyone certain that he was going to be gone? Mm -hmm. Yeah, word was they sat him. They sat and him because they wanted to trade him. They didn't want him to get injured. Work out. Memphis is yeah. dumb. Blow it up. Memphis, what are you doing? Do they have the They're same not... GM for like yeah, the last Chris 20? Wallace. Chris Wallace is bad. still their yeah. GM? Yeah. Notorious BAD. So he just must love, like the owner just like likes having lunch with him. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's well, it. They're just, like, they're just like, Marcus Hull's good. Why would we trade a good guy? I don't, that's like so surface level understanding of like NBA economics or whatever. But they're just like, he's good. Why would we trade a good player? Okay. I I remember, yeah, it's insane that they did not unload Gasol. It's insane they don't unload everyone. They don't. There's not. They're in the most purgatory you can be. They have no picks. They have no picks. They have no they're picks. Like, they're over the ninth seed right now. Yeah, they're over uh, the salary cap, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, I guess you can't unload Conley because he makes. He was like a secretly bad. Uh, it's like 150 million dollars. Well, he was part of that. Guy. He was part of that like 2016 season. Yeah. yeah. Which, I don't know, that's, 
I remember everyone being like, it's not really that crazy when you look at the contract and the way the salary cap is. And it's like, then two years later, it's like, no, it was all really bad. We were all right. Every contract was bad that happened that year. Timothy Mozgov getting, what did he get? Like $900 million? $16 million. $16 million. Jesus Christ, that guy is worth $3 million, if that. It's so the stock market. It's like the same fucking thing as the stock market where everyone's like, oh, it's going to keep going up forever, right? Then then it goes down and you're like, wait, what? No, I know. It's like our selective memory or our long-term memory is just yeah. fucking ridiculous. Nothing bad will happen ever again. That's what I say every single morning when I wake up. <laughs> Speaking of uh, bad stuff, guys, another a non-trade related thing. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, Draymond Green uh, was fined yesterday, $50,000 by the league. We're calling female referee Lauren Holkamp a fucking bitch after she gave him a technical. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Oh, I love it. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm for it. Good stuff, Draymond. <laughs> Get some lunatic on your podcast. I just I think we've we've been mostly like a negative on Draymond Green kind of podcast. I think we've we're basically always like He's the kind of player you'd want on your team, but like he sucks when he's not on your team. And now I'm like, I don't even know if I want this guy on my team. He's just going to start like he's at the point now where he gets technicals for opening his mouth at all because he's got the reputation. He's got, I think, I think it's uh, 14 texts this season so far already. He's going to yeah. lose a lot of money this year. Yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, he's going he's going to seriously lose fucking cash. What was the play? Because he, he was like talking to her with like a bloody mouth. Was it the play where he lost a tooth? No, he. It wasn't that. He. Uh, it was a non-call. Uh, he, I mean, if, if there was a call, it would have been a foul on him, but he mm. got, ended up getting elbowed in the mouth, uh, during it. And then the play went on and then about, you know, then there was a whistle like 45 seconds later and then he sought Lauren Hall camp out and was yelling at her. And then, yeah. Yeah. This is this whole, I know that the NBA is trying to like, uh, I guess they're making players and refs go to like some sort of like couples therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make them catch each other, do like trust falls or some shit. But like I don't know if it's gonna work. It... I think you're right that the tension between the refs and the players is the worst possible news for Draymond because like yeah. everyone's already he pro- he doesn't deserve probably half the text he's got this year, but he it, it's a history like all gendered and gross. Yeah, like, and but and this is like what he's like he's he's brought this on himself. Yeah, it's yeah. years of this shit. Sexism aside, yeah, motherfuckers just gotta be more aware, dude. Just chill, man. There's like a lot of 4K cameras on right now. Just, just relax. Everywhere, like phones, dude. Yeah, on just phones. Yeah, just try to just play ball. I don't know. You can also just not be a dick. Like anytime there's like, yeah, it comes with the territory. It's this fire person. It's like you can also just not be an asshole. I don't know. It's not that crazy to request you to not be a dick. It's like I, yeah. I curse and pick up games occasionally. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, there's but you're not no getting cameras around. But you're also there's no like some cameras yeah. around. I might like. Not, I might not. Also, you're not picking up a check for like thirty thousand dollars after the game. Where it was like last hey. time I was in a pickup game and there was a female ref. I did say some pretty mean stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because and this is like I feel like it's fair to say this too because it's not like he fucking kneeled in front of Lauren Hall Camp. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no protest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> just called her a fucking bitch because he was mad about some shit. It's like just don't be mad. Yeah. Just, just continue to be on the best team and chill. Yeah. And it's also, I mean, I know that he makes, you know, 
millions of dollars a year, and she probably makes what, like seventy five grand a year as an NBA ref. No way. But yeah. NBA refs got to make six figures, right? No, I don't think Absolutely so. Too. And then she makes seventy percent of that. So, so you're yeah. right. Yeah. You're yeah. right. No punch cards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like that stature aside, like it's still essentially your coworker. Like, could you imagine going to an office and like someone forgot to send you an attachment on an email and then you went up to them and said, you fucking bitch. Like, yeah, you should get in trouble for that person at the mailroom guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what it, it's, it's. They a, have nothing. It's yeah. an upper level executive just like bullying a janitor. That's what yeah. this is. That is how I feel about it at this point. 82 game schedule. They can earn anywhere from one to $300,000 NBA referees. Really? Yeah. Damn. You want to go be a ref? Yeah. Honestly. Actually, no. No. That's a terrible personality. I would probably get I would get into a fight with a player (laughs) too quick. (laughs) Also, I feel like people who want to be refs are the weirdest people. You really have to be. It's a although you notice the stark similarity between Scott Foster and uh General Michael Flynn. They look (laughs) exactly like every person who is a referee is also a libertarian. (laughs) It's across the board. Like that is the same personality type as like Ed Hockley is like have you read Ayn Rand? It's good. (laughs) Yeah. They are kinda like I've always thought of them as like men's rights activists where like they've just been kinda like they wanted to be the player. They wanted to be a basketball player. Maybe not that severe, but like but like but they flavor of that. I like Ed Hockley hating Hating, hating Paul Ryan because he misinterprets Ian Rand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, how dare you, sir? It's really technical. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to do like animated calls, you know, like a good, yeah. like like a, a blocking foul. Yeah. Kick, the the kickball. Kickball yeah. is the best call in all of sports, I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great. And when refs really get into it, and they it's take basically the three steps an eighth of the of the hokey <laughs> pokey. Yeah. yeah, it's great. You like have to love rules. That's like not a cool type of person. No, you know what I mean, no. Loves technical structure and stuff. It's like I don't want to hang out with that. I can also believe anything is possible. Like if, <laughs> yeah. a, guy, if a guy comes up to me and was like, "Yo, I didn't do that." I'm like, well, maybe, maybe you're yeah. right. Way know. too easily convinced. Yeah, yeah. I might have. Yeah. It does seem going back to Draymond and most and LeBron, I guess, and the other guys in general. Like, it is such a key element of the game for the refs to think of you favorably. Even if it's subconsciously, like you would think that some team would get the great idea to be respectful and just not ever say anything. Because if the other team's always saying something else, then the refs are going to subconsciously give you fucking calls. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, I think, you know, which players the refs probably love the most? The ones that don't talk to them fucking at all. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, even I, if, like, LeBron comes over yeah. and, like, puts his arm around like, the ref and is, like, talking nice and like saying like being like just trying to lobby very gently like the ref fuck, the ref knows yeah, yeah. what, what, what yeah. he's doing just stop doing yeah. that right. yeah just right. don't right. talk to the ref yeah yeah yeah. I wonder who talks to the ref the least who do you, who do you think that I is I bet Kyle Korver has never spoken to a referee not once yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he keeps his head down out of respect yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> never made eye contact at the very least yeah. he, he might have he said it. sorry to a ref yeah you know? I'm, I'm so sorry that one time he called the ref dad yeah <laughs> <laughs> More than any NBA player seems embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was showboaty. I don't know. Oh, sorry. I hit that three. So sorry. I hit that J in your face. Um, Guys, one more more thing I had a thought about uh, before we we get to wrapping up. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, again, you called him a little turd. That seems 
harsh to me, but he's he's proven to be uh, current Laker, next Magic Johnson. Well, no, he he he's that a, fat he's... king baby mascot. <laughs> <laughs> he's a shrunken down version yeah, yeah. of that fat king baby mascot. I'm just wondering. So he's already he's already kind of implied through his agent that if he doesn't start, he wants his contract to be bought out so he can go elsewhere on the Lakers. And the Lakers have said uh, to the media that he's going to be coming off the bench as long as Lonzo Ball is playing. Uh, how how long before we get like an all out like fist fight between Lavar Ball and Isaiah Thomas? I mean, is Lavar is Lavar Ball still in Europe? Yeah, or is he? Yeah, does he come back? Does he come back? Does he? I don't know. He's oh, about this... to get his Lithuanian citizenship. He's about to get his <laughs> fucking driver's license. Which, I don't. I bet that's not that hard to get. No, <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> gonna... <laughs> he's already the Secretary of Agriculture there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat this raw turnip. And, uh, <laughs> quite frankly, that's your driver's license. We don't know how, but you can yeah. tell. <laughs> You know what? You know what the craziest scam about the whole thing is is that every time you see a thing like like uh, Lamelo Ball hits four three pointers in a row and like in his in game is in Lithuania, like they're on they're like on the C level team. Like they're yeah. playing against yeah, yeah, the yeah. worst competition in Lithuania. In Lithuania, yeah. And even Lebal, like when they let Lavar coach, he was on the like the JV JV <laughs> yeah. team. It wasn't. Oh, Lavar! Yeah. De- uh, Lamelo destroyed that guy who got kicked in the head by a horse earlier. <laughs> That's actually the name on the back of his jersey was "guy who got kicked in the back of the head by a horse." Yeah, I can't remember the name anymore. <laughs> Following him around, cleaning up his spit. <laughs> Sorry. So, are they going to be able to go up to like the JV or the varsity? Is that even like a possibility? I have no idea. But eventually, Lavar will come back and be on the sidelines at a at a not Lakers not, game. Not if LeBron James is like, I'm coming to the Lakers. There's no fucking way. Oh, if LeBron signs with the Lakers, I'm sure it's going to be a wink, wink, conditional that Lonzo is traded. Right? Oh, immediately for sure. Yeah, yeah he doesn't like him. he gets traded to Lithuania just as punishment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He I got just, traded to the the Lakers revoke all of the ball citizenship to the United this, States. Is this team called We Have All Our Arms. <laughs> <laughs> is LeBron James Michael Jackson? Go on. Do you know like, the, uh, the fucking the Quincy Jones, the, the the Vulture article? You guys see this? He was just talking about how Michael Jackson used to steal songs from people. Yeah, and it was just like a dick and oh, wouldn't maybe. give people like I pieces of their fucking licensing. Right, and that he got like uh, he got all that plastic surgery because his dad called him ugly. Do you yeah. think LeBron is working so hard to hold on to his hairline because his dad called him? Well, I think he let go of the hairline stuff, really stuff, but yeah. he's definitely willing to just you know flick dudes off rosters for <laughs> any amount of time. You know, we're uh, going to the finals, no matter what. That's kind of seems like his vibe now, but it's fine because he's so good, much like Michael, vis a vis dancing. Right. I like that comp. Yeah, sure. Hopefully without the diddling, sure. but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I believe no diddle either. I don't think there's a did in there. Chimp ownership. That's Possibly, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. if he's got a chimp on him, yeah, yeah, he might have one. What kind of pets do you think LeBron has, Peter? Does he have any? He might be a bird guy. Oh, bird. He's a bird guy. He's, yeah, I LeBron's like that. LeBron's got developing a weird personality. Yeah, yeah. I could see him be, getting a bird. <laughs> I hate oh, birds. Cockatiels. Yeah, the birds more like to... dramatic LeBron is about like the Cleveland situation and his team, the more I can see him owning like a majestic, like big ass fucking like white bird that he keeps in a big cage. Yeah. yeah. The, more, the more dramatic the situation is, mm-hmm. the more birds he owns. Yeah. LeBron's yeah. going to get weirder. He's going to 
wear like a cape. I was gonna say humanoid, <laughs> like humanoid sprite bottle, like a yeah. sprite bottle that is like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that can like respond to him, <laughs> yeah. kind of like an Alexa or something, you yeah. know? He's like old time <laughs> robot friend, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like in Rocky Three or whatever. yeah, yeah, but yeah. like little cartoon, like Disney yeah. hands or something. Yeah, wasn't wait. Never mind, forget it. <laughs> Anyways, oh, yeah, but... uh, cool. Well. <laughs> I mean, we've been going for like 45 minutes. Anything else you want to cover? I got all my calves out of me, man. Yeah, you let it loose. Yeah, you Appreciate seem a little you guys. Washed, washed right now. You seem a little tired. Yeah. Like you, you did it earlier, Go. It doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Regarding the, the episode. So. <laughs> oh, boy. All of this is true. Uh, Sam, you got anything you want to plug? Any shows you're on coming up? Oh, man. Uh, I got some stuff coming up, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But I do uh, run a weekly show in Highland Park, stand-up show called Rod Stewart Live. And just by existing for the last three years, we now are, have a really good crowd. <laughs> so, nice. Yes. Yeah, we've just outlasted every Congratulations. Yeah, weekly. So, yeah, Jamal's done it. It's very fun. Yeah, no, fun-ass show. So, yeah, Rod Stewart Wednesday. Live in Highland Park. Check it out. Jamal, you got Uh On decks in a week. Oh, yeah. The on Saturday. 17th. Meltdown Theater. If you're in Los Angeles, come check it out. Anybody, uh, anybody cool on the lineup? Uh, I know Jermaine Fowler off the top of my nogs. Jermaine is very good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, several other individuals. <laughs> Peter, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, mixtape, the show that you that you produce, Michael. Yeah, is at the Virgil on the 16th, Friday, uh, Friday, October 16th. Yeah, best yeah. selling. Bestelling. Uh, Garrick Bernard. Yes, or Lester. Yes, or Lester. From the one and only Verbs. Verbs, yes. Yeah. Good show. Yeah, it'll be fun. Post Valentine's, I forgot to get my ticket in time for Black Panther show. Yeah. So yeah. that's what it is. It's Come very... to Mixed Save Friday Night at the Virgil. If you're in Los Angeles, we'll all go see uh, Black Panther the next morning after we make love all night after the show. That's it. Yeah. 10 a.m. showing at the Vista. We'll see you there. Guys, you should. Like us and rate us and give us five stars on iTunes. We deserve it. It's true. This was definitely worth five stars. You know why? Because it's free. Yeah. Uh, but if you give us a, a review on iTunes, we will shout you out. Guess what, guys? Once again, someone gave us a five-star review. So we have a couple of new five-star reviews, but no actual writing. Hey, so I, I appreciate I, I, like that. I, I appreciate the half ass yeah. gesture. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the not talking to the refs of this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, is yeah, the yeah, Kyle Corver like of... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, thank you guys for that. But uh, write us a review, and uh, we'll we'll read it online or on the pod, which will be online. Which will be online. Okay, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Acast and Befeda. Well,
Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmakker.